So, Brian, how is your week been, buddy? You know what? What can I say? It's the week before Thanksgiving, so it is all good, man. I like it. I mean, what are you looking forward to for Thanksgiving, man? What's your favorite meal? Uh, favorite carbs. All the carbs, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, I make a I make a homemade mac and cheese, which is my favorite thing. Oh, dude. Um, so yes, yeah, so I do the whole like it is not your craft mac and cheese. Don't the thing that goes in the oven and it's like a casserole oh. and it's bubbling and like it takes like three grown men to lift it. Right, it's got so much cheese on it. Oh, that's yeah. the right way. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I feel, I feel like anyone that comes to my house for Thanksgiving, the meal was shaved six years off your life, as it should. Right, you, you know, as it should. Yeah, and it's especially mac and cheese, dude. Like, we could do a whole podcast on Bruh. macaroni and cheese. Bruh, I think we need to have prevented the nerds cooking. Just doing, you know, like we'll, we'll, you know, I'll be the, I'll, I'll my new name will be Bobby Fatty. You said a Bobby Flay, and it would yeah. do it. We'll do it straight I'd up. Have to, I'd have to be like uh, Guy Beardy. Got dude. Guy Beardy. I, bruh. I think. I mean. Bruh, I think so. I think. Ooh. Speaking of Guy Beardy, I'm seeing a little more hair on top of the head. What's I, up, man? You know, like yeah, I keep on like, should I shave it? Then I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm probably gonna shave it tomorrow. The you know what? I'm sure the ladies who are fans of the revenge miss Ball Brad, you know, because you know, we are the sexiest podcast in America. I mean, you do share a nipple with Shamar Moore. I two. Two. Uh, two. two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, awesome. uh, let's let's go ahead and get going. But first, Brian. Yes, sir. Think about this, man. A cheeseburger is a dead cow covered in its own lactations. Yo. Yo. And with that, I'm... here's the music. Welcome to the Fandemic Prevent Prevents Presents Prevenge of the Nerds. We are your one-stop podcast every week, and we are going to give you all the things to level up your what's it? Who's it saying the what's it? Yes, sir. And uh, to level up your awesome, just like you can buy my book, Leveling Up My Awesome, on Amazon right now for $7.99. Brian, did you know that? Leveling Up My Awesome is going to have a companion. What is the companion of, le- like, a sidekick, well, if you will? a second book. My second children's book is going to com- be coming out early next month. Okay. Yes. So so if, if the original would be Steve Rogers, mm. you're now giving us The Winter Soldier. Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna go with more of an Isaiah Bradley. This is a I, this, this has a little better. bit more meat to it. Okay. This, this is a more of a story type of thing in there. So, uh, yes. Yeah. So no. So, but not, not a Sam Wilson, but an Isaiah Bradley. Right. 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 Yeah. We'll get to. You know? we'll, we'll, we can get to. But if, the, but if Julia Louis Dreyfus shows up, let me know. That's all I. I, that's all I ask. Okay, sir. So this is how the show is going to go. We are going to start off with our top five. We'll give you our two cents worth and a penny for our thoughts, because that's how we like to roll. We'll give a little bit of our 
Yeah. Maybe we'll go down on some things that maybe don't live up to our level of awesome. Then we are going to <laughs> Andor. <laughs> Andor. <laughs> then we are going to tell you the stories that could have led to your favorite movies, TV shows, and so much more. It might be a list. It might be a pitch. One thing is for sure. You're awesome. We'll be leveled due to this. We will show you how the sausage is made, ladies and gentlemen. And sometimes it's not pretty. It never is. Never is. You ever wonder if the pigs notice like, hey, where's Jimmy? Right? And, <laughs> yeah. You know, and and I do got one for we get too far into. I know you're still doing our intro. But Brad, have you thought about this? Scrambled eggs and fried chicken are the same food at different parts of the life cycle. Yeah. Yeah, just just yeah, the cow thing. Yeah, dude, I know there's several things like with the cow. Yes, yes. It's like, hmm, I, but which weirdly, uh, thinking of that, uh, that a cheeseburger is a dead cow covered in its own lactation. It is actually made me want a cheeseburger. Is that weird? Oh, yeah, no, in fact, I think it makes it that much better. I do, yeah. Uh, but I also found this out over the past week. Apparently, scientists have proven that the 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 skin on your lips mm-hmm. is the same skin that makes up your butthole. So we're literally talking out of <laughs> Yeah. Or when you say or, or every time someone gives you a kiss, they literally are kissing, kissing your butt. Yes, they are. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And I... that is why this podcast is not for children, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Actually, you know what? We do pretty good. We do we, pretty we actually good. do. Yeah, but but do us a favor there, any kids in the audience. Please don't share Brian and Brad had said, <laughs> you know, because that's all we need is the public school system. You know what, though? We, 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 we taking our shots at, like, Black Twitter, the Illuminati, uh, Disney, uh, pretty much anyone. But I'm a little afraid of the school system. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I am the self-proclaimed emperor of awesome Bradley Butin. And this is my co-host, the unverified tw- a twin of Shamar Moore, at least in the nipples. But I have paid the fee to Elon Musk, so I am verified. <laughs> I am verified. You're giving him the eight bucks, huh? Yes. Yeah. I, and I paid, I paid it all in Susan B. Anthony. Uh, coins. So I just figure if I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna pay you interestingly. But I am Brian S. Dennis. Well, the S stands for Dwight Eisenhower. Very good, very good. Now, uh, so be careful with those Susan B. Anthony coins because most of them are worth more than a dollar. I mean, but it's. I mean, but anything that Elon Musk uh, touches isn't it usually worth more than a dollar? You know. Mm. So I mean, the guy. You know he's built. He's building something. Yeah, a little bit like a Skynet, maybe. We know. Yeah, we know. except except we will roof the machines in that in that case. You know, <laughs> but you ever wonder this? Uh, speaking of Skynet, and again tangent. Yeah. Okay, so Skynet begins in North America, right? Is that the princess? Hi, princess. <laughs> Want to say hi? I was so ready to have my eardrums blown out. Hi, Princess Leia. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. Thank you, because I was enjoying having the full range of my hearing. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Okay. Can I talk to your dad now? Now you blow out my ears. You come down all quiet. 
All right. Hey, Daddy, what's my favorite drink? Soda pop. No. All right, water. What's my second favorite drink? Water. What's my third favorite drink? Uh, there's a trend here. Water. <laughs> what's my fourth favorite drink? Apple juice. You said the same exact thing that Mama said. <laughs> Apparently. So, well, all so, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching, that is how you do parenting right. When two parents. In wow. When two parents in different Bye. parts of the room give unsolicited the same response. So nice job there. Thank you. Uh, and I did share with Leia when she blew my eardrums out that I really <laughs> was getting, I had gotten a little bored with having the full range of my hearing. Mm. So now that I can pick on about two decibels, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but, um, oh gosh, I've now uh, gotten where I was going with that. But somebody Elon Musk and Twitter and all the, all the and Skynet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Skynet. Thank you. Okay. So Skynet starts in North America, right? Mm -hmm. And the inventors of Skynet are American. Um, so all the things, including, you know, Papa Pope and all that sort of stuff and scandal. Mm -hmm. um, so here's my question. If everyone that is contributing to Skynet and the coding is from North America, why does the Terminator have an Austrian accent? I need to get a cricket sound here. <laughs> and he and his version is the only one. Yeah. What the, if Yes, yes. What What if, it, what hang if on, all 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 rights yeah. to Disney we're not stealing your stuff. Right, right. You go go for it. Yeah. But what if the makers of the T1000 or the the Terminator is sure, T800 sure. T800? Yeah, T800. T800. Yeah. All right. What if the reason why they have an Australian accent is because their favorite actor is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. And that's yes. why that's yes. why they model the model yes. the Terminator yes. after after and what if Schwarzenegger actually died and this is the Terminator that is impersonating Arnold? What if when he was governor, he actually signed the contracts to build the Skynet facilities? Wouldn't that be a thing? And that was a like, here you go, sir. Uh, by the way, uh, that shows you when Arnold Schwarzenegger truly became insulated as an American icon. Because remember his early movies, they used to try and explain the accent, and then it just quit. Yeah. Was like, you know, I remember, I think Kindergarten Cop might have been the last one. Right. Where right. Like, he immigrated from uh, uh, Austria, and he had been a cop, and da-da-da-da-da. And then, if then it says, by the time, you know, we get to, like, the Expendables and stuff, like, whatever. Okay? Yeah. It's, it's just... Just Fine. fuck your muscles, Arnie. By time you know. the time we got, yeah. By the time we got the jing, like I don't think they even explain it in like true lies. Yeah. Like, like the, the guy works for, like the CIA, or I'm sorry, uh, I think it was like the Prometheus or like the mm. last line of defense. With by the way, I'm sorry. Um, if there was, if they ever were to pick someone else to play Nick Fury, it should be Charleston Heston. Cause go back and watch True Lies. Um, Charleston Heston gives you straight up Nick Fury vibes, and RIP in all due respect to Samuel Jackson, the L sense, mm -hmm. uh, but Charleston Heston, I'm like, if they ever like, if like, like, if they ever have to like have like Nick Fury's dad, it should be Charleston Heston and explain that, like, maybe I got it, I just prevenged it. Nick Fury's dad uh, is is one of the first Americans to visit Wakanda, and while he's there, 
him and him and like well what uh, queen ramonda's too close in, to the same age mm-hmm. but queen ramonda's mom hooks up with nick fury's dad and you know that gives us nicholas j fury and you know so maybe so may, maybe maybe the real question isn't what if sir maybe the real question to nick fury is who are you i I actually dig that. We're going to actually be digging into some Marvel here a little bit later. Exactly. Yes. Something for you, buddy. All right. We're, we're, um, we're burning daylight, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, I keep distracting. No, us. no, no. That's awesome. All right, buddy. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about what's on our top five or what isn't right. on our top five. Yes. Yeah, so, my top five is going to be real simple. My top five is actually only a top three this week. Uh, I was really busy with work and stuff. So, I didn't get into as much things. So, I just hit my top three in my list. These are all streaming. So, number one <sighs> would be Peripheral on Amazon. Again, just is an honestly this great show if you've not caught up on Peripheral. And again, the best way I can explain Peripheral. Would be if is if uh, Inception and the Good Matrix movies had a baby. Great show, great show. Yeah, and Chloe Grace Mortz is yes. fantastic. Yes, yeah. It. I kind of just want her to pull out the hit girl. Like I told her, yeah. I'm I waiting for her. I told us want to see her mask up and you know do her thing. Okay, uh, or somehow have like Nicolas Cage, you know, child. I mean, he he that. That all for all joking aside, that was that would that that made his his turn as big daddy may make kind of like we talk about how Galaxy Quest is one of the better Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. His turn as big daddy may be one of the better Batman. I mean, that was really, I mean, it was it was very thinly ba- veiled. Like, I think, yeah, I think his helmet even had like baby ears on it for no reason, right? So, it's yeah. Like, Okay, all right. But anyway, um, Peripheral, uh, I, I actually just today caught up on the fourth episode of Titans. Um, loving it, loving it. Kind of digging Raven with the white hair. Dude, um, yeah. They may, they may need to keep that somehow. I mean, digging that. And, of course, uh, watched it about 7 a.m. this morning. Uh, the man named after Dwight David Eisenhower, uh, Dwight David Manfredi, you know him as Sly Stallone. I just simply call him Rocky Tulsa King. It is just Taylor Sheridan, you do no wrong. Everything you write has just been excellent. And your daughter really creeped me out. Um, so yeah, I, I don't see how you sleep at night, dude. Seriously. I know. I'd just be afraid. I would sleep I would sleep with salt around my bed. Um, um All right. That being said. Tulsa King is the other part of my top three. Again, I just really enjoy. I, I keep trying to compare it to, and it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked. I think we mentioned last week that if they, that if they ever did a crossover, the only show that would kind of make sense would probably be the mayor of uh, Kingstown. Maybe they could do a thing with uh, Yellowstone, but yeah. I think between Yellowstone, uh, eighteen eighty three, the mayor of Kingstown, and now Tulsa King. In Tulsa, 1923. In night, yeah, and t- Tulsa yeah. maybe Tulsa King and sixes. Yes, six, six, yeah. six, six. I think it's yeah. four sixes. I think Tulsa King might be. I think Mayor still may be my absolute favorite, but Tulsa King I think is coming in a strong second. I'm with. Well, I mean, I, Yellowstone first for me, but but then yeah, I, I mean it's a five or second yeah. place. 
And do you like? Well, Yellowstone is Beth and um, Rip. I mean, everything else can kind of be. By the way, Wes Utley, I I understand it's a character, but dude, dude, you. You were you were this you were Satan's kid in the original Daredevil, bruh. Come on now, like can you talk? Like can can you can you not take it on the chin every episode? And we Brad and I talked after the podcast last week. We don't revise our list. I think this mentioned we talk about badass women. Beth Keaton was not on that list, and she totally should be. The yeah. fact that that's the same actress. Who played uh, Doctor Watson's fiance in Sherlock Holmes? That's impressive. I mean, she completely goes the other side. Did you not catch that? No. Yes, in the in the in the she is Jew-Law. she's Jula's girlfriend in Sherlock and Sherlock <laughs> Holmes Game of Shadows. Yes. Oh my! I, Bill, I'm due for a rewatch on those two. Now, Brian, <laughs> I did not complete my top five either. Bruh. And the only thing that I can add to what you said, yes, is one Mythic Quest on Apple TV. Okay, have you watched Mythic Quest? I have not. I've heard, but I have not watched. Like that's so amazing. It's the Office, kind of uh, set in uh, the world of video games. That right there is kind of a win. Yeah. Oh. Maybe we you have should, we have a visitor all day. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should show her the maybe you should show her the Martian so she can learn how to make water on her own instead of having to go. I you think know. that's a good idea. Except she'll probably want to blow herself up. But other than that, you know, right, that's right. Okay. That's all right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I got uh, Disney trivia nights coming up on Tuesday. Beautiful. I also I try get I one of my favorite movies actually is um um Enchanted and I tried watching Disenchanted. Was that good? Is, I uh, I struggled to get through. I think maybe I just wasn't in the best mood to watch it. Mm. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, it bring, it shows. And what I do like about, it, I got about halfway through, and I just again probably just wasn't the best way to day to watch it because I was kind of wanting something a little more action oriented. Mm. Um, uh, one, but I do like the, the the slant they've taken, which is you know how at the end of fairy tales they go, they live happily ever after, right? Yeah. This starts off, and this is not a spoiler. Is what happens after happily ever after? Mm. And I like that. So, you know, because they talk about, hey, in, in, in fairy tales, there is no after. Happily yeah. ever after, the end, right? Well, yeah. because because she <clears throat> because she lives in the quote-unquote real world in Manhattan, mm-hmm. uh, married to McDreamy, there's an after. So what happens after happily ever after? And they do a good job of really playing up because in the first one, and this is what I did like about it, so I'm going to go back and rewatch it. They really show, like a lot of movies when you have like the fish out of water thing, yeah. they showed her how everything works out. Well, now mm-hmm. they play another idea. She's a fish out of water who continues to be a fish out of water mm-hmm. and, and navigating, again, the quote-unquote Real world, so yeah. I'm a big fan. I was a big fan of the original. I mean, Amy Adams is just fantastic in pretty anything she's in. 
Um, so I'm definitely gonna recheck check it back, check it out again. Uh, and I didn't like it, it didn't grab into Hocus Pocus two. The Hocus Pocus two, I loved it from the very beginning of it. It mm. didn't quite hit me the way that is, but that could have been on Brian. So I'm just gonna recheck it out. So, do you like Amy Adams's Lois Lane? No, I'm with you. And, and a, because Lane, I think Lois Lane is a redhead. I mean, that's 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 picking. But yeah. Lois Lane is a brunette. She is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and, and there's few characters that have those super identifying traits. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I mean, and there, there's exceptions to every yeah. rule, but yeah, 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 I get you too. Awesome. I would have loved to have seen it be like Mila Kunis. I think Mila Kunis would have been a fantastic. Mila Kunis would have been a great yeah. Lois Lane. Yeah, and they could have, how about this? Mila Kunis as Lois Lane and Ashton Kutcher as Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> You know what? If you... Ashley could play kind of that dorky reporter yeah. guy, this is kind of there, but also mm-hmm. is Ashton Kutcher, so it's kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing. And you could even keep Amy Adams as Lana Lane. Mm. You I could. Mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, it, there's 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 room in the world of Superman for those other characters, and especially because it's the other characters around Superman sure. that's going to give you a good Superman story. But I'm also not going to lie. If Diane Lane is, is Ma Kent, I, I, I don't see the reason to ever leave Smallville. I just, I just, you want, no, I'm, I'm good right here. Wait, pa, pa died. Oh no. Let me go check on you. Thank you. Do you boo boo? That's exactly where you know I'd have come over like after the funeral. I brought like a like a like a like a pie or right. some type of mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese. Mac you and know, cheese. you end up mac in the mac and cheese, and like oh oh no, yes yes. Why don't we eat this under the Tuscan sun? Ooh, yeah yeah. Okay. With that being <laughs> with that being said, sir, uh, would you like an honest ad before we get into our yes. our list? All right. So here's an honest ad, and this, given that we're recording this on November twentieth, two thousand twenty-two, it is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. By the way, for anyone in our listening audience, who everyone has a happy, healthy, and most important, safe uh, upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. So with that being said, as a Southerner. Um, who has been living in the Midwest for over 20 years now, I want to give my honest advertisement for pumpkin pie. Nothing says the holidays quite like pumpkin pie. That is if your holidays are bland, flavorless, and full of disappointment. Pumpkin pie is like taking the best parts of Halloween, deflating them, Throwing them in an oven and baking until sad. Pumpkin pie is standing under the mistletoe with your great aunt Harriet, who just started hormone replacement therapy and has a case of Altoids. And she also notices that she just can't believe what a handsome young man you've become. Pumpkin pie is listening to your favorite song on repeat. Except it's the auto-tune version featuring T-Pain, Cher, and Pitbull. <laughs> Pumpkin pie is the desserts where Axe Body Spray is the cologne. Cheaply made while being loud, aggressive, and quite hard to get rid of. Finally, 
adding pumpkin pie to your Thanksgiving or Christmas menu is like inviting your dad's other family over for the holidays. Technically, they belong, but it also makes everything awkward and quite weird. And when in doubt, remember, you could have had a sweet potato pie. I recommend Pat LaBelle's sweet potato pie that you can find at Walmart, Target, and many other fine retailers. But pumpkin pie is never, ever the answer. So I have actually never had sweet potato pie. Bruh. I and I don't Bruh. I I don't even think I can't even remember Bruh. a time when it's been offered. Bruh, and all you years in the military, were you never stationed in the South? I was never really stationed. I mean, like I had a lot of friends, but we'd like we never would like bake stuff. We mm-hmm. never were like mm-hmm. we were I was stationed more in in the uh, the uh, inland northwest out in Washington State. Okay. Okay, like, that was yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I've never okay. and I've never even been to a restaurant that has it. Yeah. You know? No, like, no, you gotta again, you gotta be in the south. We'll we'll we will figure out some pumpkin pie, man. I mean some sweet potato pie. Okay. Because again, when I first moved here, uh come growing up in the south, growing up in Georgia specifically, yeah, pumpkin pie is not a thing. So my th- first Thanksgiving here in ninety-eight, um uh I, I think I went to Perkins restaurant and they had pumpkin pie on the menu, and I go it looks like sweet potato pie. You know, kind of like, how can I best explain it? Kind of like if you go to the grocery store and they have the cereal that looks like Frosted Flakes on like that very bottom shelf. That's like $2 cheaper. Yeah, and they call it like sugar cereal. Right, sugar flakes. And, yeah, sugar flakes. And it's and it looks the same. So you think, what's the harm? Right. Until you try it. And then once you try it, you go, and there's harm. And the t- there's and, harm right and there. the brain is that smart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then what you feel bad is you only spent your hard earned money. So you don't want to get rid of it. But when you eat it, it's like, you know, you know, it's like that creepy uncle that looks at you going, you know what you came here for, right? You know what that was. Right. Like, he was like Okay, just give me my school tuition. Like, it, you just feel bad, but not, you know, it's just that moment that que- it's like queer pro quo moment. Yeah. Like, it's just, by the way, I feel like I'm offending everyone in our audience. Uh, I need to do you boo boo scroll if we can. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so, yes, thank you. Thank you. And I feel better about it. Uh, but yes, that is my honest advertisement for pumpkin pie. That's awesome. Well, That'll actually lead us into our, our next part pretty it well, there, buddy. It's almost uh, like someone planned that. Almost, buddy. Almost. So, Brian. Yes, sir. What are we talking about tonight? All right. So, we're going to revisit. So, we all usually come up with different topics every week. But this week, because, again, because we're recording the, the Sunday before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, again, as always, have a happy, safe holiday. We thought we'd revisit what we did last year for our inaugural Thanksgiving podcast, which is if we could invite anyone from the variety of universes, our revenge nerd universes, who would those people be? So again, Bradley and I do not discuss our list beforehand, but we're going to, we're going to play guess who's coming to dinner Thanksgiving style 
and unfortunately not starring the inimitable Sir Sidney Poitier. But uh, we are going to, or Bernie Max very well. Again, Ashton Kutcher, see, it all goes together. This is the high quality stuff you get when you are, when you prevent. Okay, when you can, you can connect the dots. And I don't know why I'm so blurry tonight, but uh, maybe it has something to do with my infinity bottle. But um, with that being said, we're going to discuss who we would invite to dinner, sir. Awesome. All right, man. So uh, the, the first person I would take, I'd actually invite from the podcasting universe. Okay. And uh, I, a podcaster who's been podcasting for a little bit over about a, over a year now. Mm-hmm. One, Mr. Brian S. Dennis. Yes, sir. You are on my list, my friend. I feel that's worthy of a, I'm going to bring it back, a Thanksgiving dab, sir. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. Yes. And mac and cheese and uh, sweet potato pie. Yes. And the so M-A-C-K mac and cheese. Yes, sir. Bernie Mac. I wonder, does Bernie Mac have mac and cheese? You know what? RIP to one of the greats. Uh, I if he if he that's the whole thing. That's someone. That's something. If you he I don't know if he did or not, but he should have monetized that. Like he should have mm-hmm. found someone's mac and cheese he really dug and named it Bernie's mac and cheese, dude. Dude, that would have been like he gets like twelve bucks. Oh, we wouldn't got nothing on royalty. Man, he got like two bucks every time somebody bought it. Yeah, absolutely. Like bought the banquet. Uh, microwave Bernie mac and cheese. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. And then, so after my friend here, Brian, I yes, would sir. love to see, I, I can't have a good thankful list without my boy, Oliver queen, the green arrow, the green arrow. I mean, I, I, he, he would ha- definitely have to curve, carve the Turkey. You know, he could bring black canary. He could uh, may, maybe leave arsenal around. I don't you, you know, know Arsenal you know. might bring the mood down a little bit. He's a little butthurt, you know. Right, right. Uh, you know, maybe he's, he could, he's firecracker. Yeah, maybe he could bring Speedy and she could teach the kids about the birds and the bees, you mm. know, given her. Anyway, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. Yes, yes. After that, I do, because of of, of sad events, one, J- Jason David Frank, the Green Power mm, Ranger, mm. rest in peace. Uh, I, I I haven't read up a, a lot of stuff that he passed away today. Yeah, today. 49, really. I think it was yesterday, but a yesterday, lot of things yeah. did today. Only 49, which is really young. I know he was a mixed martial artist mm-hmm. um, uh, recently as well. Um, so you do wonder when someone's 49, lived a, apparently a pretty active life, you would assume. Yeah was in good shape, what may have contributed. And honestly, it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, again, we're about the same age. I grew up a huge fan of the old school Mighty Morphin. And I know there's yeah. been dozens of versions of it. Yeah. But the original Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, first he was the Green Ranger, then he was the White Ranger. Uh, and I, and I, the one thing they never explained about the Power Rangers is, um, why did their clothes have to change based on their ranger identification? <laughs> yeah, I know. So he went from wearing green to wearing white. And it's been like, okay, but you know how hard it is to match up white? Like, right. All the time. I mean, all is he ever going to like, eat pizza or what? Yeah. You know? like, have, you, have you ever seen the Key and Pill skit on the Power Rangers? I think they called them the Dino Rangers, just so copyright. So I mean, it's it's a thin. I mean, it's a completely thin. But it's basically the, it's basically the Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and it's the the five primary one and the White Ranger. 
So, you know, you have uh, uh, when they when they get ready to transform instead of like uh, 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 morphing time, they would go the color that they wear and then power. So the red ranger goes red power. The yellow ranger goes yellow power. The black ranger goes black power. And even do a quick little like put the fist up. Then the last one, which they play for great comedy, is the White Ranger. So they've all transformed using saying whatever color and yeah. power. And this poor white guy goes, I, I, I really, like, I, and he, he's like, I want to help. Right. Like, I know y'all need me. Like, right. But I, he goes, you know, when they made the call sign, I don't think anyone <laughs> thought this through. Like, you know, our powers are somewhat mystical. And right. I don't think it means, but right. I also, he goes, but I also don't want to say it and be misunderstood. So, and then he looks to the black road, like, maybe if you said it's okay, I can, and the black road is like, mm -mm. Can we swap? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, it was great. It was just like, oh, like I just want to. I think. Is key? I think Key and Peele, the whole series, is on Netflix now. It's on Netflix, and I think also on HBO Go. It's, it's streaming a couple places. Oh, nice! So yeah, they, I they are that. they are fantastic. And again, um, Keegan Michael Key, you see him doing more acting. Again, he's on the mm -hmm. reboot, a show that we both really like. Yes. Versus, um, Jordan Peele is is directing, and so Nope he, is on. Yeah, I just saw Paramount, Nope is yeah. on Paramount. Yeah, I saw yeah. that earlier or, today. Uh, no, Peacock, Peacock. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I saw Nope, so that probably something I watched tonight. My kids already seen it, loved it. Mm, um, so I'm looking forward to Nope. I really like, and again, I, of the things I, you to give him real quick credit, uh, when he, when they did um, um, uh, just us and the, the whole, the ding, ding. I mean, if I hear that, I've been in restaurants with someone just has moved their their tea glass just right and ding ding and I'm like <laughs> and I've always wondered is the sunken place Wakanda because you know old boy plays the, the the leader of the border tribe right yeah so it's like is is Wakanda the sunken place is that where we go like do we go to a place where we we rule things so yeah so again was and Bradley Whitford did such a great. I mean, the whole thing was, yeah. Uh, Lorel Johnson plays the TSA, uh, um, operator. And though, again, if you've not seen that movie, you should really. I mean, everything that Jordan Peele he focuses primarily in taking really strong social issues and put them in a horror story, which mm -hmm. we should be afraid. Mm -hmm. Um, so again, just the amount of talent that those two individuals did for a show for I think like seven seasons. Yeah. And then seeing them bring that very different and again one of my favorite if you've not seen Brett, have you ever seen Keanu? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I mean as 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 someone who has a cat, um you just it just makes you just great. So again that's a quick tangent, but anything that Key and Peel touch either uh collectively or individually as Jordan uh Peel and Keegan and Keegan Michael Key, check it out. Check it out. They are yeah. just very talented men. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I agree 100%. All right. After that, I, I need to go. I went to, I've been watching a lot more animation and really been okay. thinking about like some animated stuff back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, uh, so I got to have, I got to have someone from G.I. Joe. 
Mm. I don't know why, but for some reason, I've had G.I. Joe on my mind. Well, remember that knowing is half the battle. Half the battle. And what's the other half? Um, I don't know. I was going to say swords, but okay. I mean, not in G.I. Joe. (laughs) But yeah. Yes. Scarlet. Scarlet, um, Scarlet worked well. Scar- I don't know. Lady J kind of won for me as a little kid. I don't know why, but I was feeling Lady J. So, so I actually have always kind of gone the other way. Uh, I like so. Um, I gotta go Baroness, dude. I mean, okay, okay, okay. Little innocent Brian, totally Lady J and a bit of Scarlet. I have a weakness for redheads. I think I've shared that before. Yeah, but as I got older, especially once cosplay became a thing. Baroness wins, especially if you saw the original G.I. Joe yeah. uh, movie. That, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I got to think for Burnett. That that actually was what hurt. And I enjoy The Rock. And yeah. Everything The Rock does. But that hurt. My, but the fact that she was not in uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, uh, not to mention Dowser didn't have Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Cobra Commander. I was like, oh, man, so many missed opportunities with G.I. Joe. So many. Did you hear that they actually had to refilm much of retaliation because they got panned by the audiences so bad when they made it? I'm assuming you've seen retaliation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So You can do the scroll for spoils in case anyone hasn't just for the whole deal. So, you know, in Retaliation, one of the things that happens fairly early in the movie is a character played by Channing Tatum, Duke, is killed, right? Yeah. That happens actually much earlier in the original cut of the film, like at the very beginning. And it was so panned by the audience. Because his, his character, first I had no Marlon Wins, and people really liked uh, his character. But yeah. then to have Duke just kill like again i think in the original version of what they didn't release but in the test version i think it's the first like like opening credit like like 10 minutes into the film that they actually had to all the stuff that you see beforehand when on the when they do the jay-z lyrics and all the stuff before that yeah actually added <clears throat> those scenes to give the audience more duke before his character is killed because again, it was see, it was such, it was again, there was such a rejection of that piece of it. So I always thought that was very. So I remember I heard on some radio show, and, and then I found a Reddit article talking about it. So I actually went into the movie thinking that, well, they must have, you know, just written out his death, and then I go, oh no, this backed it up by twenty minutes, but still. <laughs> uh, but yes, okay. Yeah, I mean, yes, we got Joe, but Duke is kind of an integral part of gi joe mm. and they had hawk right we even got a cool yeah. cameo from brendan frazier in it yep 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 i mean yep. D- yeah man like gi joe should be a freaking franchise honestly yes. gi joe needs to be a it needs to be an action show sure sure you know but we can sure. prevenge that another time yeah whoever owns hasbro you need to write that for and you know what? Don't get the and again, Taylor Sheridan. If you're not doing anything, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I, and we and we know you are, but yes. okay. Got don't let it, don't let, okay, we both came hot and cold on this. Don't let it be who did who did Halo. Just don't, because Cover Commander's mask could be off in the first ten minutes, and it just kills the vibe of it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
after G.I. Joe, uh, I'm sticking on my 80s cartoons because, Brian, one of my favorite animated movies ever is from 1985, and it's called it is Transformers. I want Rodimus, I want Hot Rod, also known as Rodimus Prime, to show up for Thanksgiving. <laughs> wait, wait, hot Rodimus, Rod. not Optimus. Yeah, I want Rod. I want Hot Rod. I you want Hot Rod. You I had hot Rod. The, I had the toy of Rodimus Prime, but I always thought that Hot Rod was cooler. So I always Hot Rod was, was hot cooler Rod. because right. Rodimus Prime went from being like a Corvette. As Hot Rod to Robin to Prime, I guess he's like a Winnebago. Like right, right, like, yeah. Like really, that's the thing. Yeah. I also was, and if it was me, if I was about a Transformer Blaster, I always had a thing for Blaster or Jazz because mm-hmm. as a as a black kid growing up, like they they that kind of seems like that's a Transformer being in my neighborhood. Yeah. You know? Or of course, me Grimlock. I mean, Ooh. just. Just, but I was a fan. I actually preferred the Decepticons to the Autobots. I mean, there were a few auto. I mean, who didn't love Optimus, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I actually liked the Decepticons better. Mm-hmm. I was one of those few people to actually my favorite Transformer. Um, after like Optimus and Grimlock were t- was totally Starscream. He was so oh, whiny so, uh, yes. and Weasley, and I kind of was like. I kind of want him because he's going to survive. Like yeah. Megatron takes it on the chin a lot. Starscream was just like, you know, and that voice, and it was just great. I was just always a bit, and it was a jet. Yeah. You know, like Megatron turned into a gun that someone else had to fire. Right. Like, wait, so if Megatron's alone and he transforms, he's just going to kind of flop around? Like, and yeah. like, And he goes from this giant robot to a handheld you. gun. Thank which you. I mean, like okay, even boom, okay, now he's, now coming he's, at you. Now, you he's know? Ha- now he's handheld. Okay, sorry, folks. Tangent. He's handheld relative to the size of a transformer, right? So he's probably bigger than like Spike would pick yeah. up, but he's still a gun yeah. that one of his minions can hold. And then if I was Starscream, I'd like the first time he transformed into the gun, I'm told I put him in like a lockbox, like there. Yeah. What you gonna it's do now? Beyond. Yeah. Now what you gonna do, Megatron? Yeah. And, and yeah. How you feel point. about that, Galvatron? What are you gonna do now? Yeah. And another point that is the cannon on his arm is bigger, bigger. than the cannon yes. that he yes. transforms it to. Yes. He See, we need, more we need Neil deGrasse Tyson on to discuss the the, the prizes of how does mass work. Right. Like, wait. How does that? Because I actually saw this again. It was an article that I saw. Um. The, and again. We understand movies are meant to be fun for the most mm-hmm. part, but someone pointed out when they came out with Ant-Man and the Wasp, and they shrink the building, and you see uh, Michael Douglas kind of just pull the building behind them like you would like a roller like roller mm-hmm. luggage, and someone goes, well, that's not how mass works. Even if you shrunk the space between the atoms to make the, 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 the building smaller, it was still way the same. So how's he putting them like, stop. <laughs> Have you ever read a comic? <laughs> let it be fun. Okay. Yep. Just let it be fun. But I do agree with the whole deal. Like he goes from having a big arm cannon and being like this 12 foot tall robot to a pea shooter. Yeah. 
And does he have to reload? Like all all, all the questions. You know what? That's a good point too. Yeah. That yeah. is a really good point. Yeah. Like what so kind I of bullets does it take? Yes, I think we're both in agreement that if we had a choice between uh, Megatron and Starscream, we're coming down on Starscream. Right. We should pre- we should prevent like '80s villains because those cart like we had Moomra, yeah. Monstar, Skeletor, uh, uh, a Starscream, Megatron, all the ones, uh, Claw. Mm. I mean, we had lots of who who kind of our favorite uh, '80s cartoon villains, which again half our audience wasn't born until after the 80s so they'll go oh is this like a vh1 behind the music sure so <laughs> well, yeah. well people we, we we do have some interesting things happening next year so we're gonna be shaking some things up boom sir all right uh, sir okay. i will try not to distract from your list anymore. oh no no this is good so uh i got a couple more and okay. for, also after i got after after transformers universe mm-hmm. i gotta go to you know the world, the wizarding wizarding world of Harry Potter. Of Harry Potter, and man, I would love to have talk to one Dumbledore. I thought for sure you were going Hagrid, R.I.P. But you know, okay, yeah, I, I had to go for the better the original Dumbledore as well. So okay. right, right, yeah. So yeah, uh, I I I want to have some cool conversation with Dumbledore. Okay, you know, just you know, I think he'd be fine. I'm- I'm inviting Mama Weasley. I don't know what it is, but Ma- Mama Weasley just, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, after. I'd be a Patronus anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Now, staying with the big old gray beard, I'm going to need Gandalf <laughs> around too. I want to see Gandalf and Dumbledore yes. around the same table as the Baroness and Brian S. Dennis. I mean, who Thank would you. not want this? Thank you. Thank you. I want the wizard fight between old Gandalf and I mean old um yeah old uh Dumbledore and Gandalf the White. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what yeah. Because I but could you just imagine I'm, this is me playing with your list, but could you imagine like, you know, uh 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 Dumbledore asking for like the yams and Gandalf going, You shall not pass <laughs> Yes <laughs> and like Opening up this this trench in the middle of your living room, yeah, and it's just, and it's just him and the Baroness on one side, kind of like it's always Daphne and 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 uh, Fred when they break up the team, yeah, yep. like totally, like yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Oh my gosh! And uh, I'm gonna end my list, yes, sir, with, with if I have Gandalf and I have Dumbledore in here, there's one other person that's gonna make this conversation. A million times more fun. Okay, Brian, do you, want, do you want to take a guess at this? If you already got Gandalf. Oh, God. Probably wants to go Magneto. Ooh, no, but that, that would be interesting. No, Spock. We're uh, going to end this with the oh, King which of... Spock? Which Spock? Oh, I didn't really say, but I got to go Leonard Nimoy. Okay, fair. Uh, Leonard fair. Nimoy, I'm, I'm gonna. Okay. I gotta. I gotta. Yeah, get, yeah. You, I, Zachary Quinto would have been okay, but I feel you. Go, let's go, Leonard Nimoy. I yeah, do absolutely. really like the new Spock in this show. Is Strange Worlds? Yes, yes. Yeah, Howard, but he's just not. I mean, Leonard Nimoy. He, I mean, he was Star Trek. He was more than he, more than William Shatner. Leonard Nimoy is Star Trek. And again, speaking just from my growing up as a black kid, we never understood why Kirk was captain. We're just like, wait, but. Let me get it straight. Straight. Spock smarter. Spock stronger. Spock lives longer. 
Spock's a better fighter. Spock doesn't get distracted by the the, the, the cute green girl on the planet. Why is he not captain? Like, you know, what is it? Every couple of years, he's got to go, you know, do what he's got to do on Vulcan. Other than that, he's kind of straight. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Similarly, I don't get why why Data wasn't the first mate. Like Riker was cool and all, but it's also like, yeah. why would Data be your number one? Yeah, yeah. Like, I get he's your number two. By the way, when you love that to be your official designation, you're like, well, I'm the number two. Right. I mean, in a way. Yeah. Never mind. Not gonna go there. But yeah. 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 Uh, so and, and, and just before you go, as always, glad it's low. I saw this on social media. Uh, uh, when 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 uh, Warf, Warf's talking to Riker, and uh, uh, Warf goes, "Hey, Commander, you know what my favorite uh, state to visit in uh, when I visit Earth?" And Riker goes, "No." He goes, "Indiana." Oh my! I love that so much. That I love that absolutely and. Um, you know what? Anybody, and if you don't get the joke, watch the show. And, and and you know what? I would I would love to explain that joke to you because that would be fun. <laughs> Message me. <laughs> All right, Brian. I cannot wait to hear what you got in store for your Thanksgiving, sir. All right. So we're gonna put together Brian Dennis's Thanksgiving, and here we go. So these are gonna be the folks that my top five that I'm inviting to my Thanksgiving table. And the way I looked at it was I thought everyone's got to have a role, right? Not mm. only the role like R-O-L-L, but also role R-O-L-E. So before you can start your Thanksgiving, I think you got to have a plan. Mm. You got to know what people are going to sit. You got to have your menu. You got to have your entertainment. You got to yeah. make sure the day flows well. Oh, man, so you I put thought, way more thought into it than I did. <laughs> right. So I go, who's really good at let's say, putting a plan together. And when I thought about it, I I got to go from the A-team when John Hannibal Smith played not by the TV show, but the movie played by one Liam Neeson, right? Okay. Okay. So we got that. So then I thought, you know, while it's great to have a plan, sometimes plans fall apart. And let's say someone that you expected to come for Thanksgiving dinner doesn't show up. And you got to figure out, because you can't just have an empty seat. So I was thinking about, you know, we really need to find, again, Aunt Harriet. Because we haven't seen her since the mistletoe and the Altoids, and she noticed what a fine young man Bradley's grown up to be. So I thought, you know what, who has a maybe a particular set of skills? That they go, I don't know who you are, but I will find you. And I thought, you know what? What about Brian Mills from Taken? Also played by the incredible one, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. So you've got your plan and you got your backup plan. And now you get close to the meal. And Brad... Mm. I think, regardless of your faith, 
Mm-hmm. You need someone that can kind of pull us all together, yeah. that can help say some great words of motivation. Oh, yeah. I go, who really is great at motivating? Who who can we all pull us together and give us a purpose and tell us really how to help maybe save our table? And if we look at our table like, let's say, a place like Narnia, who who could really get us through there and i thought about what about aslan yeah the lion yeah and and coincidentally also played by one liam neeson yeah yeah absolutely wow so so now we've got the plan we've got the backup plan we've got the unifying spirit of the Mm -hmm. meal and then, I don't know about you, Brad, but one of the big things we bring out every year for Thanksgiving is the turkey. Mm, yeah. And if you're Hunted have, by the lion. Yes. Yeah. And, if, and, and so we, we've got Aslan over in the corner. Yeah. You can be on your best behavior, Aslan. And then we go, someone's got to carve the turkey. And I want someone mm. that has the skill set, not only with a knife, but... I want really clean cuts, really precise. Yeah. And right. maybe a knife wouldn't Cauterized. be it, but cut, sir. Yeah. And if I had to pick a tool, a utensil, mm. Bradley, what about something like a, mm, lightsaber? a lightsaber? Yeah, yes. green? Green? Yes. green usually works really yes, well. That. Yes, absolutely. It's very appetizing. Yeah. So I thought, who better, who better to carve the turkey than one Qui-Gon Jinn? One second. Who also was played by the incredible one. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yes. And then at the end of the day, we have the plan. We have the backup plan. We have the unifying spirit. And now we've carved the turkey. But before anything can be set, we need someone that's going to be at the head of the table. Oh, yeah. The leader. The one who, no matter what happened, he's resilient. You know, the one who, you know, possibly has brought together a league of, of like, shadows, if you will. And and I thought, especially because, you know, someone that no matter how much he eats can rise. Mm. Rise, Bradley. From the coma of the carbs. Right. Almost like he had like a a Lazarus, Lazarus pit. pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's only one person that can do this, and that is the Ra's demon's head himself, Raz al Ghul. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And if you're going to pick that version, it must be the version from Batman Begins. It oh. must be the version from Dark Knight Rises. It is because he is the mercenary. Yeah. The father of Talia. The man who brought Bane mm. into the light, Raz Al Ghul. Yeah, I don't know if you caught him. this. This is totally accidental, but it's also played by one. What? Liam Neeson. <laughs> no, 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 no. There it is, dude. There oh. it is. Hey, well, that's great. Leia, Leia is back. She wants to tell you a joke. Leia, please, can I hear your joke? All right, Leia. Do you want, my, do you want the headphones? Sure. All right. All right. Okay, Princess Leia, let me hear your joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hawaii. 
Hawaii who? I'm good. That's good. I like that. I like that. That was good. That was good. Yep, she's my kid. Yep, Brad, as I can say, one thing is that she's inherited your sense of humor. She yep. came by naturally, sir. Yep, she's she's me. And, and she and she's also laughing at her own joke, which she's again me. is a trait. Yes, absolutely. Yep, yes, yep, yep, yep. Good yes, job, Leia. Good job, baby girl. Yeah. You, you, you know, in in Hawaii, um, you know, you know, Aloha also means hello and goodbye. Yeah, and you, you know, in, in in Hawaii, you just can't um, you can't laugh loud. You have to give a low ha. Wow. <laughs> I know, I know. Wow. It's like, it's like. Did you know the wow. shovel was the world's most groundbreaking Stop. invention? Stop. Stop. And 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 then the broom came along and swept the nation. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> Dude, King Kameha is like, what on earth are we I doing know. here? I know. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. But your your list, man, I I don't know how that happened that it was all I, it was just I was not yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. I got yeah. nothing, sir. Awesome. All right, sir. Do you have a tat for us today? Well, I got a little something for you I want to go over with, but I want to hear your tat first, sure. if you don't mind. No, perfect. Okay. So I was inspired by you, sir. Ooh. When you gave me our quiz last week uh-huh. on which came first, I thought I'd do a wit of a which or a who came first, but a holiday edition. Ooh. So I I've like got it. I've got five for okay. you that are inspired by a combination of Halloween. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. Let's bring it. So, with each of these, I want you to tell me which one came first. So, we'll start off with a little music. I know you and I are both fans of music, so here mm-hmm. we go. Which came first? The song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer mm-hmm. or the song Monster Mash? Okay, so I'm pretty sure Monster Mash came out in the 60s, but I'm thinking that Grandma Got Ran Over in the, by the Reindeer came out earlier than that. I'm going to guess that came out in the 40s. So I'm going to say Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. You would be wrong, sir. Oh! You, you are right that Monster Mash came out in the 60s, came out in 62. However, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer was not released until 1979. Really? Yes. Wow. That's yeah. Surprising. It's one of those things that I agree with you. It's well for both of us. I think the song came out when we were so little. Yeah. But it seems like it's always been there, right? Yeah. But yeah. it actually didn't come out till '79. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So keep with the with a Halloween theme. Which of these TV shows debuted first? The Monsters, or the Adams family. We've talked about this on the podcast. We have. Before, and I, oh we my have. God. And um I and it's really close. It is. Um it I is wanna say close. I wanna say the Adams family. You are correct. By months. No, not even by months. Or weeks. No, six days. Six days. Wow. The Adams family debuted September 18th, 1964. 
the Munsters debut six days later, September 24th, 1964. Not so, even a week. Who do you like better, the, the Munsters or the Adams Family? For the TV show, I like the Munsters better. Agree. Yeah, they now, haven't been able to crack the code with the movie. Yeah. Even because, though Rob Zombie, I was like, eh. Yeah, I mean, because you can't... Herman is... And, I, and forgive me, I know he's passed away. Yeah. The actor that played Herman was so good. Yeah. So good. And I just, when I think, and I, and I just think at this point, when I think about the Adams family, I actually don't think about John Aston. I think about Raul uh, Julia. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that to me is totally go, not to mention he's absolutely, he's absolutely yeah. Latino, so it kind of helps. Right. But I think about him and Angelica Houston. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 um, um, Christina Ricci. That's what Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Versus the TV show. And honestly, and again, I watched both of the shows. I actually like the Munsters television show better than the act. Again, both of them are in the 60s, very similar shows. Mm-hmm. I just always liked the Munsters a little better than the Adams Family. So, you know who I think would make an excellent Herman Munster? Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Really? I do. I think that he has that wit. Because like with yes. Herman, I mean, like, a dry, what, he's smart. He's they play yeah. him dumb. He's very smart. He's very quick. Yeah, right, right. And and with Herman Munster, he was very, very like, like wholesome, right? And right. And, and there's one of those things like Ryan Reynolds in the right role. He is that way. He's funny. Yes. And he gets that point across about yes. like so many different things. I think he would make an excellent Herman Munster. And Ryan Reynolds, part of his delivery is he'll even, I mean, if you've seen Waiting, things like that, yeah. he'll he'll deliver a, a quote unquote wholesome line, but just the way the, the inflection of his voice, the pause uh, that he'll, that'll happen after he says something is like, now, in Deadpool, he does it all the time because that's very much how Deadpool mm-hmm. communicates. But in anything he does, he'll just say something, and then it's like that just one moment of a beat mm-hmm. before moving forward, and you just go, oh, I see what you did there. So, yeah, I think he... Uh, I was also thinking, had they redone the Monsters many years ago, uh, uh, Richard Moe, who played Bull. Oh, on, yeah. Yeah, he would have made an ex... I mean, he, he physically... Yeah, he's, he's just there. built to do that, but I like the Ryan Reynolds one. All right, mm-hmm. fantastic. So again, uh, if, if for, the, for the folks that made that film, The Monsters, you know, take Rob a little thing. Yeah, Rob, if you can get, I'm sure Ryan Reynolds at this point commands a pretty penny. You're competing with Disney money, but yeah. see what you can do there. All right. Are you ready for our next which yes. came first, sir? So yeah. you are one and one at this point. Again, we have five totals. We got three left. All right. Okay. Next one. A holiday edition, going way back in the time here, sir. Which came, and this took some research, which came first, eggnog or cranberry sauce? Eggnog. Ding, ding, ding. Correct, sir. Eggnog is over 100 years old. As is cranberry sauce. They, they are about 30 years apart, but both of them debuted in the, in this country, and both of them said, as best you can figure out, uh, both of them showed up in cookbooks in the 1700s. Eggnog, wow. 1765. Cranberry, 1796. About 30 years difference. I don't like either one of those, so you know what? Hey. 
I like cranberry compote, which is one thing that I make. I agree, actual cranberry sauce, the, the gelatinous thing yeah. that comes out of the can. Yeah, Ocean Spray. If you want to sponsor us, we'll eat all the cranberry sauce you ask yeah. us to. In an but episode, in, too. In an episode, we'll do straight up Fear Factor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go, sir. All right. And from, two, and to from, two to one. Both of these, I mean by the original version, which okay. would be television specials. Okay. okay. Television specials. Which came first? How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original animated version, mm-hmm. or the original stop gap, uh, stop time version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So we've got the Grinch Stole Christmas versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Which one came first? So I'm thinking that how the Grinch stole Christmas is later in the 60s. And I'm thinking that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is probably mid to late 60s. So I'm going to go Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You are correct, sir. So at this point, mathematically, you will have won. But just to let you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer came out in 64. Okay. How the Grinch stole Christmas, not as late as you thought, two years later in 66. Oh, okay. So, so Reindeer in 64, Grinch stole Christmas in 66. Okay, awesome. Now, the last one, also Christmas movies. In my mind, the two greatest Christmas movies ever, and I discussed this in a podcast last year, which of these came first? The first Die Hard movie or the first Lethal Weapon movie? That would be Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon did come out before Die Hard, but Die Hard is a better movie than Lethal The first Die Hard is better than Lethal Weapon 1, but Lethal Weapon would, 2 is yes, better. Yes, thank you. I think... I think I go back and forth on my favorite lethal weapon. I think my favorite lethal weapon is lethal weapon three because I really yeah. like the Rene Russo. Joe uh, Pesci. Yeah. I thought once you add it, they, I personally like Chris Rock's comedy, but I think they jumped the shark a little bit yeah. with Chris Rock when we got to number four. Yeah. Uh, but I, de- and they tried to push too much into it with the whole pregnancy thing with, mm-hmm. with the daughter, but I thought three was fantastic. Um, so for me, I think it goes three, two, one. Okay. Uh, that hard is one of the very, again, one of the few that mm-hmm. again, I think the subsequent sequels leaving out number four, I think was really good. And I think there might be a five they're working on, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, and with Die Hard, definitely Die Hard's one, two, and three are all really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we got past, by the way, Die Hard with Avengers starring not only Bruce Willis, but the incredible. One Samuel Jackson with the L stands for mm-hmm. <laughs> once the kid became an adult and they're kind of hanging out. Yeah. And it's like, really? Yeah. Really though? You know, basically there's like Bruce, Bruce a little older, do the stunts. So we're going right. to do something different. It's like, like you guys apple. would be retired cops yep. right now. Yeah, absolutely. Know? So yeah. just for time wise, I'll let you know, Lethal Weapon was 87, Die Hard a year later, 88. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, so, I- Yes, go ahead. I was saying, and I, you know what? Like, I don't remember. Like, I know I've seen Lethal Weapon one, yeah. But I, I can't recall any of it, and I can recall Lethal Weapon two. Yeah, I will say the 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 thing that I recall from Lethal Weapon one is 
uh, um, number one, that the ultimate, the villains mm -hmm. were, was number one, the dad from Dharma and Greg. Um, the, really? The, uh, yes, Greg's dad from Dharma and Greg was the ultimate big bad mm -hmm. in the first uh, Lethal Weapon movie. And Gary Busey was like the second, it, that, that great fight they have in the lawn. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah, uh, and like, you know, you want to see who's better. And Murtaugh's going, I'll take responsibility. Yeah, all that. Yeah, that was, you know, and 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 Murtaugh going, go, I, as you can tell, I love the movie going, he's got the gun. Let me take him. And, 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 and Gibson's going, no, back off. You know, that was the whole deal. Oh, um, uh, they took away the suicidal ideation in the later movie. I thought in the first yeah. one, having him be right on the edge there. Um, uh, was yeah. And by the way, the big thing about that one was it was really after 48 hours, Lethal mm. Weapon showed that the buddy comedy formula really worked. So, yeah. again, it's become a really common thing now, but you had not seen the buddy comedy. And really that formula of having the black guy and the white guy, and they don't really like each other. And I mean, a lot of those tropes, you got the older cop who's, again, I'm too old for this, whatever, yeah. or the gristle lieutenant. You know, you saw that initially in um, on a 48 hour, you saw yeah. some of Nick it. Nolte and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you saw a bit of it in Beverly Hills Cop. And then definitely when we get the Die Hard, I mean, not Die Hard, but Lethal Weapon. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of those things weren't a thing until we get to the 80s and you had those slew of movies. So yeah. just to recap your score, the only one you missed was the first one, which yeah. is uh, saying that Monster Mash was predated by Grandma Run of a Reindeer, but you got the Adams Family was before the Munsters, Eggnog before Cranberry Sauce, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer before the Grinch Stoke Christmas, and Lethal Weapon before Die Hard. So you are four and one. So congratulations, my tag team partner. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, for you, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know if you've been on the internet today, but there I'm is... Not, I'm supposed, not interweb much today, so... There, there's, there has been some supposed Kang Dynasty plot leaks. And really? Okay. I am going to go over this with you. Okay. And... Uh, uh, you know what? Oh, crap! I didn't. I didn't write down who this is from. But the the guy who is writing this article that I'm gonna kind of read from is Chris Smith. Um, so just to give credit where credit is due. Of course. So this is apparently how Avengers Five. This is gonna talk about who the teams are and how they're gonna come together. Okay. All right. So then we'll see. Well, then we'll and I and I just briefly read through it. So sure. well, then we'll give a, give it a couple of minutes. See what we think. All right. So I got you, sir. Avengers 5 subtitled The King Dynasty. Yes, sir. For 2025. Mm -hmm. This is assuming Marvel and Disney doesn't reshuffle anything or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, so. And chances are, if they've actually started filming, which I don't know if they've started principal filming yet, these movies are so gigantic mm -hmm. and with schedules. Um, usually a Reddit article, even if it's 100% accurate, probably doesn't change much because that's changing a lot yeah. of stuff. So that's one of the things where if you do know a legit spoiler about a Disney product, they have so much stuff interweaved in the MCU, they probably just going to let it ride out. So yep. let's do it. Awesome. So um, the, the social media is, so the Marvel is gearing up for to start production on the Kang Dynasty. Yep. 
And this is going to include details and accounts of the film's support uh, proposed plot. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, so that this may or may not be true. Sure. You know, I, I I don't claim credit for this, but I do find that there's some interesting things. Okay. okay. So, so there 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 could be spoilers here. All righty. All right. Uh, so uh, let me see. You can find a good starting spot here. All right, so the source reveals the uh, these early King Dynasty details listed for uh, the all the Avengers who will be part of the story. Okay. And we'll list them here. So the 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 new Avengers team is going to be Captain America, Anthony Mackie, mm-hmm. Loki, Tom Hiddleston, absolutely, okay. and Loki Sylvie. Okay, well, which again, if you if the big bad is going to be um a kang who or the or he or the one that remains right gets introduced in the loki television show um uh and again just before we get into this more i asked a lot what they've done in with the with the current uh phase i think we're Mm -hmm. on phase four phase three and phase four is you watch phase one and two and most of phase three to spin off into the into the shows now you have to watch the shows to spin up into the movie. Perfect example would be the Julie Julie Louis Dreyfus character who is in Wakanda Forever. Uh, if you had not watched Captain America and the Winter Soldier, you would have no idea and who Black she Widow. is. And yeah. Black Widow. Yeah. You'd have, you you have very and they really expanded her in Captain America Winter Soldier, Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier initially. Um, you really don't know who she is. So okay, so we've got we've got Loki, we've got Sylvie, and we've got uh, yeah. Captain America, the Anthony Mackie Falcon, yep. formerly Falcon, then, Captain America. Okay, and then Ant Man, Ant Man, Wasp, and and they're, they're and Lily is going to be a big part of. Okay, of the plot of, that's what this is saying. So now, outside of that, remind me, Lily. Lily is, is Ant Man's daughter. Okay, okay. So Captain America, Lily, not Cassie, Lily. Oh. I think her name's Cat. That's what threw me. I think. Oh, her, that's right. It in is both the, in, in both in both the comics and the yeah. movie. Her name is Cassie. So. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Evangeline Lilly, who is the wasp. Oh, I, Evangeline Lilly. Okay. Yeah. No. No worries. Yeah. No worries. Okay. All right, and then Captain Marvel with Wonder Man and Shang Chi. I just love the fact, Captain. I just when you said Wonder Man, if you saw my fiscal, Wonder Man is one of my favorite characters. Um, they they pretty much announced him. Yes, and they for those of you, and again, I, I know you want to get more into this. Yeah, Wonder Man actually has much more detail in the okay. So, if you've listened to our podcast before, my favorite character in DC is Marvel. My favorite thing, anything in in Marvel, also my favorite character in DC is Batman. Mm-hmm. My favorite, my favorite product in in Marvel has always been the Avengers. You know, more so than the X Men or anything yeah. like that. So, Wonder Man has a big part of the Avengers, especially when it comes to Vision and 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 Wanda or Scarlet Witch, which they really got rid of mm-hmm. um, for the movie, similar to they really exonate uh, Mockingjay, Mockingbird. In, yeah. In, for the, Har- everything, yeah. So everything that you see between Hawkeye and Black Widow is really Hawkeye and Mockingbird or um, Agent, Agent 42. 42. Yeah, which they... Agent 43. It's, I thought it was 42, it might be 43. Yeah. Which, again, I, I like, which, which is now Linda Cardellini's character, mm-hmm. his wife, all that. Okay, so just hearing that they are bringing Wonder Man into this, 
uh, is fantastic. I'm curious how they would do that. Okay. So right now, if I heard the team correctly, we've got Ant-Man, Wasp, Wonder Man, yes. We've got Loki and Sylvie, yes, which makes complete sense. We've got Captain America, absolutely. Is there more to the team? Because there's a big oh, yeah. thing missing in my head. Okay, go Well, so the way that the, the way that they are saying that these are going to be in groups that are gonna, okay. going to come together. So the okay. first group okay. is going to be Cap and the Ant-Mans. Okay. Uh, and then and they've already got they present, you know, Tic Tac. They've already got some some backstory there, which yeah. makes sense. Okay. And then it's Captain Marvel, uh, Wonder Man, and Shang Chi. Okay. And then after that, it's going to be Kate Bishop with Clint Barton, which would be Hawkeye of, and Hawkeye. Yep. Coming out of retirement. Yep. And then after that, we're going to get Spider Man and Daredevil, which would make again total sense. I can mm-hmm. see Spider Man or Peter Parker. Relocating to Hell's Kitchen, uh, you've already got that. Does that mean is Miss Marvel in there? Not Miss Marvel, but is She Hulk in there? Oh, we'll get there. We'll okay, get there. okay. And, and then so after that, we're gonna get to Doctor Strange and Clea. There we go. Doctor Strange and who? Clea. Okay, his wife. The, the Doctor the, Strange, Clea. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sorry, She Hulk. And no one. Uh, did, doesn't say Wong, but okay. I mean, I mean, Wong's too loved of a character. He's going to be in there somewhere. And if you know, if we get Wong, we may get Madison with two N's and a Y, but not, not really. where you think it is. Yes. And then after that, we're going to get we're, there's this. Though this is saying that Black Panther is going to play a key role in in the Kang Dynasty. You, yeah, I mean, for no other reason than if if again, R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman. Had to had T'Challa not died, mm-hmm. you feel you would have definitely had him have a pivotal role in this. So, with the fact that Shuri has abdicated, and again, spoiler alert from Wakanda Forever, but since she appears to have abdicated her throne and is living in Haiti with Toussaint and uh, 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 Nakia, uh, I could definitely see, and I could see. And I think you're going to ask me, uh, kind of. So, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit just because I have thoughts on the Black Panther piece. Okay. So, if I was writing it, well, I would bring some real world into this, given that Kang and time travel is such a thing. If he's looking for an ally, Shuri would be the ally. If you help me do these things, I can bring your brother back. Ooh, yeah. So that leaves her in a very because, and again, a friend of mine pointed this out. And my son, I'm a friend of mine. My son pointed out, which I get why they did because they wanted it to be very much a Wakanda movie. Yeah. But if you notice at the funeral for Takala, for T'Challa, excuse me, there were only the Wakandans. Mm-hmm. There was no one from the outside. No Avengers. Not even, um, uh, not even Winter Soldier, who, as far as we knew, lives in Wakanda. Yeah. Um, um, uh, you know, uh, no, not even like, you know, so, and, you know, and of course his closest, the King's closest connections to the Avengers would have been Winter Soldier, would have been Captain America, uh, neither of them, which they have written out Steve Rogers Yeah, and who knows where, you know, again, the way things happen, you know. There very well have been a reason that uh, Bucky didn't make it back. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't just allow outsiders into it. So I get that. But if she feels ostracized by the greater Avengers, if she feels 
that, you know, the outside world, like where were the Avengers when they were getting invaded by the, by, you know, uh, Namor and his people, you know, where, where was that? So you leave her in some level of a, well, we're not sure where her alliances lie. And while I could see while she goes into it fully either wanted to remain neutral mm-hmm. or, because again, that's been the thing with Khan that they remain neutral or her wanting to honor her brother's memory by joining the Avengers. If you do a thing where Kang approaches her first and goes, you know, I'm like a quantum leap. I can make right what once went wrong. You shouldn't have lost your brother. They purposely left it very vague as to what kills T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he goes, "Hey, I can give you an antidote. I can bring your brother back." Where you, it's really if they do because this is going to be one movie or two with the Kang. Um, well, this is going to be one movie, and then Secret Wars is going to be a different okay. movie that comes out a year later. So potentially, I think you could make some. You could do something very interesting with her because mm-hmm. uh, let's say you need vibranium to make a machine work so yeah. if you get the princess uh that gives you access to the vibranium so that would be my thoughts on how you bring her into it is you assist me i can bring your brother back okay i dig it man i dig it so then after this the, mm-hmm. another group is going to be moon knight with blade and yep. wanda well wait 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 with Wanda? Yep, with By Wanda. Wanda you mean Wanda Maximoff, the, yes, Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch. Witch. Yes, the 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 you know, the one that uh, Elise was in the building that collapsed and Wondercore absolutely cuz we all know she didn't die. Yep. We all know she didn't die. Um absolutely. So it's her Moon Knight and Blade, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the Avengers or the character primary characters. Yeah, and you're the ones that have magic and again that connection. Um and again all those things would make sense. Uh, um I just hope we get a little more of um of Moon Knight's ma- master and I cannot think of the character's name. And the interesting is what Moon Knight do we get? Do we get Moon Knight or do we get the cab driver? That's, That's true. You know, who do we actually get as part of that? But absolutely Moon Knight should be in this. Um, and again, because we're breaking up uh, time. And remember in Moon Knight when Koshu, Konshu, not Koshu, when Konshu, you know, rewound time, mm-hmm. that disrupted based on the gods and he was actually was in prison. So if Kang is going to be playing with time, that could definitely bring about Konshu, uh, and again, I like the idea of them bringing because this has been an obvious thing with a new phase of them bringing more of the mystical elements between Shang Chi, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, who was already there. Wanda really diving more into um, the Scarlet Witch aspects of it, uh, even a little bit with America, uh, which I'm surprised I've not heard that name yet. But we also haven't heard Wong's name, which is really Carmitage. So. Uh, also, we've not heard of uh, Ned again. Ned, America, and Wong very much karmatized. So yeah, we'll see where that lies. Okay. So, and then this is saying that that uh, Reed Richards will yes. appear, and uh, Doctor Strange is. Uh, so Doctor Strange is now trying to create his own Illuminati. 
Of course. And here is the here is the Illuminati that he is trying to. And please tell me the casting for Reed Richards stays the same. Uh, It doesn't say. So it's got to be John. Um, it's got to be John Krasinski. He his Illuminati is that he's trying to trying to create will be Captain Marvel. Fair. Captain America. Mm, Okay, I don't think that works, but okay. Deadpool. Definitely doesn't work. Okay. A version of Loki. Fair. And Ant Man. I just this of everything you've said, this one number one this doesn't mesh with the comic. Yeah. Number two, the Illuminati are the ones that pull the strings and do a lot of manipulation. Mm-hmm. So the idea of bringing in and but you when you say Captain America, I'm assuming we're still talking the Sam Wilson version. Neither if neither Steve, it would be interesting if they brought in Steve Rogers, elderly Steve Rogers. Not Sam Wilson. I can see Sam. I don't see That'd Sam cool. Wilson. I don't see Sam Wilson because again, Steve Rogers. He played with time, right? Mm-hmm. He manipulated time, which, by the way, which is always buried when it comes to Endgame. He's a dick. Yes. Remember, Captain Carter is happily married. With you know, she doesn't have any kids, but she's happily married. She's with the soldier that he helped rescue, she lives a good life with a husband that he basically just quantum leaped him away. Yeah, he he quantum blocked him. He did. I mean, he really did. And then again, he does nothing to prevent uh, Scarlet Witch from dying, Gamora from dying, dying all all the people in the blip. Was he blipped? You know, like all those Question. things, yeah, all those things that happen, you know, that he, again, so all those things that goes, he let all those things happen. Um, so I think it would be great if they somehow, Brian, I don't know where Chris Evans is contractually, mm-hmm. but if they could get an old, again, if you brought in the people who have played with time, Chris Evans would make sense. Hank Pym would make more sense than... Yeah than Scott Lang. So if they mean by Ant-Man, they mean Hank Pym. That makes way more sense than Scott Lang. I don't see Paul Rudd, with all of his Paul Ruddness, working in the Illuminati. So I mean, He does know the secret to eternal youth, but you know. Dude, and <laughs> similarly to uh, uh, the guy that plays Rip, I've heard this from lots of friends who go, Paul Rudd with beard gives off different vibes of Paul Rudd without beard. Uh, Mr. Hauser without the beard gives a lot of different vibes than when he's ripped with the beard. So just saying. But yes, I agree with you. Paul Rudd has not aged uh, a moment. Well, if you live in a quantum verse, I guess you don't age. So yeah. All right. Which, by the way, then, so someone should have told that to Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, <laughs> you know, like, wait, how does that happen? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyone so, else on the list? Uh, not really. Mm-hmm. Th- not that they're saying, but they're saying that the the big thing that King is after, yep, is Shang Chi's Ten Rings, of course, and Miss Marvel's Bangle. Yes, that which those, would make sense. Which those make two, sense. those two things together, yep, are were they they come from the same place, which is the which would make sense. 
from the old multiversal war. Okay. That should ring a bell for anybody yes. steeped in Marvel. Yes. Uh, and then they're saying pretty much uh, that Strange and Clea will face Kang in a universe where yep. the bangle and rings become uh, come from. Yep. They'll escape, and then which that's when they try Kang, to make the Illuminati. That's where Kang and Clea went at the end of uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, and you again, you've got and again, you've got uh, just given the titles of some of the movies, uh, uh, Ant Man and Wasp and uh, Quantum Mania. Uh, so that's why I'm saying if we go, give me the give me the Illuminati again. Let's unpack that for a moment. Oh, uh, it was uh, I just closed it out, but it was so it no was worries. Captain America, yep. Loki, yep, uh, and so Captain America, Loki, Deadpool, and Ant Man. Okay, and this is led by Doctor Strange. Right, but it does say that that they're picking these people up going through the multiverse. Sure, okay. So, so these are from different realities, potentially. Right. Uh, if you look at Doctor Strange, and again, Doctor Strange created his own Illuminati. He was exposed to an Illuminati when he goes, again, into the multiverse with Wanda and uh, Baron Mordo. Uh, I hope we get a Baron Mordo sighting. I think he, uh, such a good tu- character. Tuatel uh, does such a good job. Yeah, uh, with that, and I like him with the longer hair versus short hair. I really do. Right, um, and I still can't say that word. Tuatel Edgefor. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell you my secret rally. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos that Jazzy tell you how to pronounce his name. That's that's simply all it is. Uh, uh, Tuatel Edgefor. Not to mention, I just love his turn in the Martian. Okay, so with mm-hmm. that being said, um, the things that would make sense for me that if I was doing this, having an Illuminati makes perfect sense, especially if you're going into Secret Wars. But that Illuminati, if you're going to, and I can see Doctor Strange doing that because, again, remember, he's still, I think he's still somewhat influenced by uh, by the Dark Home, uh, not only giving the third eye, but also, you know, and again, if Charlize Theron asked me to do many things, I'd probably be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, I'm, absolutely. I'm really surprised no, 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 no externals. I'm really surprised that there's no one from that franchise there. I'm, I'm actually a little surprised, surprised there's no Blackagon Bolt, but that could be also coming because mm-hmm. uh, I think you have a great way of actually kind of fixing the Inhumans, mm-hmm. um, but I do like the fact that we, so again, back to it is um, you totally could have Doctor Strange. If it was me, it would be Captain America, but it would be the Steve Rogers version of Captain America. It mm-hmm. would totally be, um, again, I, I hate Pym, Ant-Man, um, uh, you know, those sorts of things. Um, and really just kind of building those. And I think Captain Marvel, I guess, and you like I said, they're picking up people from different universes. You'd be picking up the Captain Marvel, potentially, uh, who was an offshoot of now Photon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, and I think, again, you, I think what you're going to see is, um, different pockets. So the people that are in the Marvel's movie coming up. So you've got, Photon, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. They're, they're, those folks are going to be there. The folks that represent magic within the MCUs, that's going to be your. That's going to be a bit of your Shang-Chi, a bit of your Miss Marvel, definitely your Moon Knight, definitely your Doctor Strange, definitely your Scarlet Witch. 
Uh, and again, no one was buying that was the end of Scarlet Witch. Um, and I'm really interested because here's here's my last thought of it. I know we're running a little long tonight. Is where is Vision? That's a good point. Where you is bring White in, Vision? You bring in Wonder Man. And so bear with me, audience, while I give you a really quick and dirty version of Wonder Man. Yeah. So Wonder Man uh, is actually unlike. So in the movies, the way that you get the vision is you have the body created by Ultron, the Mind Stone, and then the Jarvis AI all come together to create what we know as Vision and Paul Bettany, who, again, no matter what he tries to do, he always wants to be in an albino. He just, he just can't get away from it. Okay. Uh, and if you don't get that joke, go watch Paul Bettany movies. Uh, that being said, in the comics version, the original version is Wonder Man, who is basically, he's got this photon body thing, who's in love with Wanda, who is actually, they use his basically mental uh, um, blueprint to create the vision. Hence, the vision is in love with Wanda, and they make babies, and mm-hmm. you get the House of M and all that sort of stuff. Okay. It was a perfect way to bring in the the X-Men and Mutants as they play off something in the House of M. Uh, except for Dark Phoenix. Don't. Just, don't, yep, don't. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Uh, you can bring Sansa. Bring bring her in. Just don't do the right. whole Dark Phoenix thing. Yeah, we don't uh, do Dark Phoenix yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, we we don't. But we, <laughs> we, we would love some Sophie Jonas. I'm just saying we would, we would absolutely enjoy Sophie Jonas in, in the MCU. Um, but if you did do a thing where you brought in Wonder Man, and maybe that's it. Maybe maybe the Vision and the Wonder Man meet up and there's some type of mentor-mentee situation. Mm-hmm. Perhaps that is how perhaps that is who Vision becomes. You know, so like that's, that's kind of my, that's my real quick brainstorm on it, would be he's not the vision anymore, right? He's not that character. That that vision again, you've got the scroll going. That character ended at the end of Endgame. And everything that we've seen has been Wanda's attempt to recreate her husband. Versus now he's flown off. We know he can do some shape shifting things. We've seen that that maybe he begins a life as someone new and that character it's will be Simon. Gone. Yeah. Simon, I can't think of Simon's last name, yeah. uh, but that character becomes Wonder Man, and that to me makes sense, and that to me can be a thing that we play off of. That can also be an undercurrent of Wanda versus Vision versus Wonder Man versus you know the babies that we made through magic, and but that's actually sure, uh, and then also. This is now me going to take all that seriousness and now make a, a very inappropriate joke. How awesome would it be if some way they had Brent Spiner in the movies talking to the Vision about him being fully functional? Uh, I think that would be fantastic. That would be, be a great, uh, great, great part of programming, right? There. Yes, it would just be, you know, maybe Doctor Soon. Uh, comes through, and because you know, if they if because because here's the deal in all the den, and we'll finish this part of it throughout the multiverse, where where if you take what they've given us, 
Wanda dreams of her children every night. So in every other universe, Wanda has children. They never show who the kid's dad is. So is that some other version of Vision? And again, maybe it's a human version of Vision. But again, I think it would just be great if we had Brent Spiner talking to Vision about being uh, fully functional and him being skilled in any number ways of pleasuring. And again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation. I think it's episode four. But watch so the whole thing. Out. Yeah, let's watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, called the, it's called the Naked Now. So just check that out. Check that out. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Brian. How can we get a hold of you? All right. So if you did not get enough of that rambling uh discussion, uh feel free to follow me on Facebook or send me a friend request. You can find me on the book of faces at Brian Stevens, spelled with a V, Dennis on Facebook. You can tweet at me at Fandemic3, message me on Facebook at the Fandemic or the Emperor of Awesome. Also active on TikTok at Fandemic1. Hear my reviews and so much more. Now, Brian, yes, sir. We have to give our shout out to our producer, our prevent producer. Shout. Yes. Stacey. Boom. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Boom. If you want to support the show, there are several ways to do so. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash the pandemic, and we will cheers you on the very next episode. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash PVOTN pandemic. Become an episode assistant, episode producer, prevenge producer, or become part of the con itself. Yes, you could be part of the Council of Nerds for just $5 a month. Become a monthly supporter like Stacy at anchor.fm slash PVOTN. Or just share the show with someone you want to make a little more awesome. Boom, boom. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Now, Brian, I think we have hit uh, max levels of awesome for the We week. have buried the needle. We have hit 88 point miles per hour. We are there, sir. We have looping around the sun. Our flux capacitor is capacitating the flux. We are there, sir. All right, let's end the episode like we do every week on a positive note. Brian. As always, please remember that Goonies never say die. And to follow one Jean-Claude Van Damme, the muscles from Brussels, no retreat, no surrender. We're all playing the same game in life, just on a different level. Thanks for catching up. You're welcome for leveling up your awesome. Live free or die empty. Have a great night.